Welcome to the Sweet Tea and Palm Trees podcast. I am your co-host, Brittany. And this is Jennifer. We are Amazon Prime obsessed mothers who connected on social media and live on opposite ends of the country. Join us every Monday to see what happens when Alabama collides with California. Welcome back, guys. Last week we took the week off and it was much needed. How are you, Jen? I'm good. Just a short little, I guess, update high in life right now. Uh, not the drug kind. Um, but I'm going to be high in the air in a plane soon, headed to Brittany. I booked my flight. So very excited about that. Brittany's probably really annoyed with me because all I talk about is flying and luggage and things I need to bring. And yep, I'm just excited. That's all she talks about. Like yep. she's created this Pinterest board. She <laughs> <laughs> talks about it nonstop. She's just excited to come to California. But I find it so funny because my mom's coming with us too. My mom and Willow. So it's going to be the four, five of us. No, four of us. And when I like, we're trying to book hotels or Airbnbs or wherever we're going to stay. And I'll mention it to my mom, like, oh, we're going to do this. And she goes, why are we doing that? That's disgusting. And I have to keep reminding her that Jen has never been to California and she wants to see it all. And so when I like try to tell my mom that she finally gets it, I think us people who live in California, our whole lives are just kind of, I guess, spoiled. So yeah, all Jen talks about is coming to California. Well, it would be the same here. Like when you talk about coming here, like other than showing you kind of where I grew up, I just don't really want to hang out here because I live here. <laughs> so I mean, but when I come to Alabama, I think I'm just going to be like, oh yeah, I'm coming to Alabama. Like I would have zero expectations because what I think of Alabama, I just think like, oh, we're not going to have anything to do. <laughs> You're kind of right. Other than that YouTube video I sent you earlier about that uh, baggage place, which I know this is so, we're kind of all over the place right now, but um, did you actually get to listen to that or see what that was about? No, I've been so, so busy. I, when you sent me that, I was putting Willow to sleep and it was so funny. Okay. So Willow doesn't really talk that much. She like babbles a lot. And I think she thinks she's talking. I mean, I know she knows she's talking, but nothing's like really coherent. I, I, we don't really understand her like certain words she'll, will understand. But I was telling her, I was like, say dada. And she said, say dada so I'm like you know how to talk and you're holding out on us so that's why I didn't watch it because we were like losing our minds that she actually said say dada because I guess that could be considered her first sentence I mean baby genius uh, only a mother <laughs> with a small child would understand the excitement from that honestly exactly so so no I didn't watch that video I was gonna watch that video after we're done recording when I do my nightly bath and kind of see what the heck you sent me Gotcha. Well, just to summarize to the audience, it's actually pretty cool. So that's one thing that Alabama has to offer. We're the only state in America that has a baggage claim store. So basically, um, these lost, uh, either lost cargo from stores or uh, luggage that's lost and never um, returned to their owner um, is sent to this facility and sold basically. And there's like a Louis Vuitton section and you would not believe how many wedding dresses are in there. Okay. So you know how you're terrified that your bag is going to get lost. Yeah. Well, guess what? It's going to end up in Alabama regardless. <laughs> she actually <laughs> said that, um, I think she said 97, 97, God, I need to watch it again. 97% of bags are actually 
returned back to the owner. There's actually Bluetooth chips you can buy from Amazon to put in your bag. So I was considering that, but we're not going to have room. So I'm just going to do the carry on. Anyway, check it out. It's in Alabama. My friend Sandra went and uh, she like got a camera and all this stuff one time. So I definitely want to check it out. I mean, she's been talking about what she's bringing. Mind you, we're not even going to be hanging out for till like a couple more months. But Jen's like trying to figure out how she's going to pack. She's already starting to pack. She's, I mean, I'm like, we're only going to be together for five days. She must really be trying to impress me because she sounds like she's bringing way too much stuff. (laughs) It's not about impressing. I'm just a type of person where when I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing, I get a little anxiety. So like I'm that person that looks at the menu at the restaurant before I go. I look up the parking before I go. Yeah, see, and I'm so different. I just kind of wing it. I'm just like, I will figure it out when I get there. You're Desmond. I would die. I would die with anxiety. Yeah, so it's going to be fun. So we'll obviously bring you guys along. We're going to try to record a podcast with me, Jen, and my mom. So we'll see how (laughs) that goes. That's been going on on this side, which is maybe why we took a break because, I mean, we feel like we are talking nonstop because we're trying to plan our trip. And you're moving. Yes, I'm moving. So we sold our house, which is so great. Uh, supposedly we're supposed to close on the new house. Mm, what the, well, the dates are always changing. First they said March 8th and then now it's like the second week of March. So hopefully by the second week of March we'll be moving and I won't be having to sit on the floor when we record these podcasts. Oh, and we also got, should we tell them the husbands to, we're lining up the husbands to come up on come on their first ever podcast. Yeah, stay tuned. Somehow without even having to try, we convinced our husbands to do a podcast episode with us. So stay Secretly, tuned. Secretly they just want to know what's what's going on. Exactly. So go ahead and subscribe and give it leave us a review and listen in because it's coming soon. Oh, so I was gonna ask you, um, I know you don't watch like any type of murder or death or anything like that, but there's this new Netflix documentary called um, I think it's like the C- C- Cecil Hotel. You have to watch that. No, I don't do scary or murder. Mm-mm. It's no. not. Well, it's I mean, there are like some murders that take take place, but it's this hotel in um, Los Angeles that just is infamous for mysterious deaths. And it's all about this one death that happened. I don't want to give it away. Um, but what I thought was really funny, not funny, but. I, when I lived in LA, used to volunteer. And it's so crazy when I watch this episode and they say like this hotel is located in the most dangerous part of LA. Um, It's like right in the heart of Skid Row, where if you're not from LA or California or don't know anything about Skid Row, Skid Row is probably one of the biggest populations of homeless in the United States. So it's, it has such a huge homeless population and and it's where people like if they are getting released from prison or anything, they like basically drop them off on in Skid Row and they actually have it blocked off so that the homeless can't venture out into like other parts of Los Angeles. That's, that's what I got from the documentary on this hotel. But as I was watching that, I just thought it was so crazy because when I lived in LA, I used to volunteer to feed the homeless down in Skid Row. It was called Monday Night Mission. And I, I didn't do it a lot, but I, I did it a good probably couple handfuls of times where we would all meet up. There was maybe like 30 people in this like 
group that would meet up at the local Burger King and we would all like make sandwich, like basically make food for the homeless on Skid Row and go down there and stand outside like when it's dark and feed the homeless. And so crazy and so good, but so dangerous, especially after watching that that show and I am not even all the way through and I wish you would watch it just so that maybe we can like drive by it and then I can show you Skid Row. <laughs> um, but yeah, when I watch that, I'm like, I would never let Willow do that. It's crazy like when you're younger, how you just do all these things that you don't think are like bad or even scary. And then you're watching it and you're like, I'll never let my child do that. Yeah, so if you guys are watching the Cecil Hotel on Netflix, let me know. And if you're not, I highly suggest it. That it was it was so good. Oh, and you know what's even crazier that I didn't know? Because I had watched The Night Stalker, and I know you didn't watch that either, but The Night Stalker is another infamous serial killer that happened in uh, California, and it was Richard Ramirez, and he stayed like his primary residence was the Cecil hotel. And I didn't know that until like, they never mentioned that in the night stalker documentary until I watched the Cecil hotel. And they said that he would come in just covered in blood, like just take off all of his clothes and like walk up the stairs to his room, just like covered in blood, even in his underwear. I might need to cancel my flight. <laughs> Because I do not participate in anything scary. So I will be admiring from a distance and peace out, peace and love. Okay, so you know my mom because I've been telling you like how crazy my mom is. And by the way, Jen now texts my mom so she gets to see like. <laughs> you know your official like, friends when you text Miss Sherry. <laughs> yeah, so she gets to see like how my mom really is. When I say like my mom is crazy, people like know it because they see her on my Insta stories from time to time. But my mom is legit like crazy um, in a good way, of course. But my mom is the one that told me about the documentary of the Cecil Hotel and the Night Stalker. So you better believe that if we're in L.A. or wherever we are, like, you know, my mom is going to want to drive by. So that's why I was going to bring it up to you so that you could be like in the know about the Cecil Hotel. I mean, we have to give you the full California tour. So now that we've been rambling forever, we saw this. I don't want to even say it's a trend, but we saw this going around about unpopular opinions and we thought it would be kind of fun to see what we think are unpopular that other people love. And I asked you guys on Instagram and I got some, some feedback from you guys as well on what you guys thought your unpopular opinions were. And surprisingly, the, like the most popular one that I got, which now I kind of agree with, but the bachelor and bachelorette. Like people don't like those shows and they don't understand why they're so popular, but you now like them. Like you're now getting on board. Whereas for me, I was the one that used to always watch it, but now I watch it and I can't get into it. See, I don't think I'm getting into it per se. I just know the people. So when Hannah was on there, Hannah used to compete in Miss Alabama with me. And now the current oh. uh, bachelor, Matt, actually played football with Desmond. Oh, that's why you like them. For me, I, I think that when I did start watching it and then I would like watching the next episode and the next episode because I would be invested in the people that they would nominate for the next season. I think because I'm so far like removed from it, 
I don't know who any of the people are, so it's really hard for me to get into. Well, and not to mention, you know, I, I can even tell for myself now, being 25, about turning 26, like all the contestants are just 21, 22, 23, and they're all full of drama, and it's just really annoying to watch. So I think you just get to a point where you're like, these people are too young for me. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's because every season is the same thing pretty much. Yeah, and it's just, it's it's become, I don't know, I didn't watch it before, so maybe you can attest to this, but I don't know, it's just catty and petty, and I don't really feel like it really focuses around relationships, and just, like, making out with 30 people, just, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> All right, so what's one for you? Okay, this one's a really good one, and I highly agree. So last year, we sent out, um, oh, I didn't, we actually didn't send them out. They didn't come in time. And so I just canceled the order. Um, but we got Christmas pictures taken for Christmas cards and I was going to send them out. And that's like a big thing growing up. And I, our family never had portraits like that. Um, and we never sent out cards. And that was just something that I wanted to do when we had a family. So I made it happen. Order these cards. They never came in time. And now I totally agree. There's no reason to send cards in 2020. It's such a waste of trees. I like sending my own cards out and don't get me wrong I love receiving cards but when the holidays are over and I have to throw the card away because let's be honest I'm not going to keep it right we're trying to live this minimal lifestyle so I'm gonna recycle it I feel bad throwing the kids away me too me too yeah I know I get I totally get it because I want to be able to have cards too for every year so that they can look back on but I see both sides me too okay how about this one putting a period at the end of the text makes it seem aggressive you do that I do mm -hmm. okay then maybe I'm being aggressive because I feel like that is aggressive yeah you do that all the time you're like okay well then maybe I am like irritated <laughs> <laughs> is that your way of telling me you're irritated at me <laughs> Yes, because when I receive a text message and say it's just like, like, say it's either either like one word and then a period or like something that isn't maybe a full sentence. I do feel like it is aggressive. I don't usually do periods like that. I don't respond or I give it a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just saying. Okay, this one's good. This one actually is really true to me. Films or TV shows based on sleeping with each other is not TV entertainment. I think it depends. No, I do not want to see y'all hooking up. Like, give me something else. Like, I need substance. The best and only way to sleep is naked. No. I'm going to disagree. I cannot sleep naked. First of all, I don't even have big melons. And <laughs> so if I even sleep in, like, just a tank top, they're out of both ends. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> Like how, how, and again, let me, let me just emphasize this one more time. I do not have any melons. And when I wear a tank top, they are out of both ends. So. I don't know how it happens either. Imagine me when I'm like waking up. Me and my friend Ronnie always actually talk about this at work because our boobs are both really big and we talk about sleeping in a tank top. That, I don't understand. <laughs> this is probably so TMI, but I literally fell asleep in one last week. And I woke up and Desmond said, voila. <laughs> he said, Good morning. Like, you wake up to go to the bathroom and like you walk by the mirror and like there they are with like your tank top in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. 
Yeah, I cannot ever sleep naked. Okay, just because I listen to emotional songs does not imply that I'm sad. True. Yeah. Very sure. Yeah. Okay, I have one that everybody seems to really like, and I just don't get it. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Mm. Is the best show ever. I'm going to disagree because that show is terrible. Okay. It might not be terrible, but I can't even get into it past the third episode. I I can't. Desmond likes it, but I can't. Yeah. Chris loves it. I mean, everybody I know loves it and I try to watch it and I just cannot. That's how I feel about The Office too. Oh, I. you know what? You're like the third person. That was actually one in, that I... um saw a lot in my thing i never watched the office either but i've never really sat down to try to watch it so i can't comment i couldn't get past every every single person that is such an office person will say just get past the first season i just i can't watch a whole dang season to get into something that's like reading 10 chapter books from the same author and being like i don't i'm just not into it (laughs) okay i also think cheesecake is extremely overrated Okay, what? I hate cheesecake. Unless it's like the snicker like the snicker one from like the cheesecake factory. Maybe I can take like any cheesecake from the cheesecake factory, not any but most of them because they have so much crap loaded into them that they don't taste like cheesecake. Okay, oatmeal raisin cookies are just not as good as chocolate chip cookies. Time to bring justice to the raisins. <laughs> I agree because oatmeal raisin cookies are disgusting. I think if they left the raisin out, it would be fine. But throw the raisin in and it is terrible. I'm not a cookie person in general. Don't judge me. I'm more of a cheesecake cake person. Yeah, I'll take cake, but not cheesecake. I must be really hungry because (laughs) French fries and cereal are only good when they're soggy. Cereal, yes. French fries, Absolutely not. I agree 100%. And this is why we can be friends and eat at the same restaurants. Yeah, like, I can't... Yeah, soggy french fries, no thanks. That's disgusting. Oh, this is so me too. I was just having this conversation with somebody. I don't know why we're on food again. But I hate avocados, but I love guacamole. And I think lately I've started to notice that I really don't like avocados. But I will throw down some guacamole Mm, see i'm the exact opposite i do not like guacamole but i like avocado there are two here that i really like this one says everyone you dated before adulthood does not count (laughs) so true (laughs) and then this one's for my single friends out there stop thinking about him because he's not thinking about you Ooh, that's true i'm just gonna leave that mic drop right there exactly this one's kind of funny There's not enough plants for everyone to switch to a plant-based diet. So stop trying to convert the world. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing against vegan people, but I find vegan people, I mean, I guess that would be like me as far as like the rescue world. I guess when you're really passionate about something and you believe in something so, so like strongly, you want to try to talk about your opinion and want other people to do it too because you just think that it that's the best way. Did you know Desmond and I went vegan? No, really? We, I think it was like when Colton was probably eight or nine months old. For about five, six months, we didn't eat meat. Um, and we honestly wow. felt so, so good. 
so so good oh i agree i think my body would prefer if i didn't eat meat but absolutely it wasn't um it was more just to kind of test it out and see how our bodies reacted honestly so were you actually vegan or vegetarian so i did not we did not eat eggs we definitely don't drink dairy i'm i'm i will probably never drink a glass of milk ever again um never going to i even learned that milk affects your respiratory system and your breathing um i will not be drinking milk anymore um but anyway um we did not eat eggs milk fish any of it so literally just vegetables and does doesn't actually lost a lot of weight um he felt that he wasn't as strong Uh um so he said that he wasn't as strong but i think his issue is he doesn't like enough different types of vegetables unfortunately he doesn't like enough to get the full benefits from it but i was fine i felt great i i don't think i'll ever try it i said never and then i did i made fun of my friend at my old job who did it and then i did it like a year later (laughs) i just think it would be really hard to try to plan your day around like what you're gonna eat i i feel like that's how it was when i tried keto too chris recently just did keto and he looks great i'm like i wish i could lose weight if i did keto but for some reason i just can't but um he i i felt like when i was doing keto it was really hard to eat throughout the day unless you're really planning things out and for me any diet like that is not going to be sustainable because what if i'm out and i'm hungry then what am i going to do can't go to in and out what am i gonna eat the lettuce and tomatoes I, I, <laughs> there's nothing i mean there are healthier options but you really have to think about it and i just like my life being simple i know in la there's tons of vegan restaurants so maybe we should try to go and hit up a couple that's actually something i would i would love to do actually yeah. i want to try your uh acai bowls out there out there <laughs> just saying I'll hook let's do it oh this one's good fruit should never be warm that includes fruit cobblers, crumbles, and pies. Mm, I'm going to disagree because like a fruit cobbler, like a peach cobbler with like ice cream, like vanilla ice cream or like an apple pie that just came out of the oven. I'm not 100% sure. I don't want to speak incorrectly on this, but I'm pretty sure that's such a Southern thing with the ice cream, Brittany. Really? I think everybody has cobblers with ice cream, Jennifer. Really? Period. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I feel like that's such a Southern tradition, though. Not that I'm trying to, like, gatekeep. (laughs) Well, I think it probably started from the South, but Chris's mom grew up in Mississippi. Oh, yeah. Well, then there you go. Southern, like, traditions here to California. Yeah, true. Or if you go to, like, a restaurant, they're going to still bring out vanilla ice cream with your cobblers. Yeah. I mean, why would you have it without? not even the same are we really hungry because this whole episode is like about food i know oh this is such a good one okay i know you're a coke person and as in coke i mean coca-cola not anymore i've been free for a month and a half oh my gosh i had no idea congratulations a whole month and a half y'all i'm never going back i feel so much better it was the reason why i had to stop though is not because I mean, it's not good for me, and that's the most important thing, but I realized that caffeine causes panic attacks. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. So, before you were sober, because <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree with this, soda, fountain Coke, or whatever drink of choice, 
tastes different than can poured over ice. I agree. Yes. There's nothing like a fountain drink with like so much ice on like a hot day and you take that first sip of like that Dr. Pepper and you just feel that instant like rush. I, this conversation right now is making me think so much of my best friend from the third grade, Kelsey Lovell. She's Kelsey Peppers now, but she'll always be Kelsey Lovell in my heart. Um, but I hope she's listening to this because I remember her dance recital our senior year and we all, like all of our group of friends went with her and her Nana drove and we went to the Chick-fil-A after and Kelsey just went in to get a Coke and she came out and this is probably so disgusting, but we all like shared that and she was like, oh my God, this is a good Coke. And everybody was like, that's a good Coke. <laughs> and so it's way better than the can. I know that's so lame to y'all, but she would, she'll probably be laughing out loud right now. But not every place's like Coke tastes the same. Oh no. Chick-fil-A is number one. Let's be honest. Yeah, see, I feel like McDonald's um, Mr. Pibb is the best. <laughs> McDonald's Sprite is like cocaine in a can. It is. Like, when that, it, like, goes to your nose. Like, when you <laughs> drink McDonald's Sprite, that hits you, like, immediately. You feel it <laughs> from your toes to your scalp. Like. <laughs> yes, it is the strongest Sprite. Okay, this one's good. It says, I don't like Nutella. Oh, see, I'm going to disagree. I love Nutella. See, I don't like Nutella, but I like like cookie butters. What's up with that? I don't think I've ever tried a cookie butter. You've never had cookie butter from Trader Joe's? I don't think so. Maybe. Oh my I've gosh, had don't it get it until course. I come. Don't get it till I come and we'll get it. Okay, bring it in your carry-on so we can okay, eat it in the Okay, car. okay, okay. I don't know if I'll have room. We got to go later. <laughs> <laughs> you better have fucking room for cookie butter, okay? If not, you are packing way too much. And her carry-on under the seat bag is so big. She's not even going to have any room for her tall-ass legs. So it's basically like she's bringing a checked bag for five days. I'm actually not bringing that bag, but thanks for your input. <laughs> You're welcome. Just remember, there's not a lot of room in the car. I'm going to ship me a suitcase. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Like, if we had rented an Airbnb, maybe just ship your clothes, clothes there. God, I sound so pathetic. Because the the thing is, is the day before me and my mom are going to be there and then we're going to check out of our place so that we can go get the place for all of us. So we're going to have to like, obviously pack up all of our stuff. And I keep telling Jen, I'm like, Willow's stroller pretty much takes up the whole trunk. And then there's still Willow's clothes, my clothes, my mom's clothes and Jen's clothes. I think Jen just thinks she's the only one that's going on the trip and she's just bringing like, I'm okay. Look, I'm scared of coming over there. I, I could easily be like, all right, I'll just get a few things while there, but what's $5 here is 30 there. So I'm like, let me, let me just save. <laughs> okay. I'm really going to get some I'm going to get some hate off of this one. Taylor Swift doesn't have any award-winning albums. Agree. I mean, award-worthy. Sorry. I agree. I actually really love her last album, Folklore. Like, obsessed with it. But I, I don't know if that was just because I was in quarantine and nothing was going good in the world. And it was just something new. Because all the rest of her songs are just terrible. Like, it just sounds like... That's something Willow would listen to at her, a preschool. Like, it's not good. I don't. I wouldn't even let Colton listen to it at preschool. <laughs> but for folklore, I do really like. But who's your favorite girl singer? Um. So, 
as far as voice and who I can listen to and love to belt in the shower, I really, really, so three, three, four people come to mind right now. Adele. Uh-huh. And I really love uh, Christina Aguilera. Uh-huh. Uh, I really love those two. And I also love, she's a Christian artist now, Tori Kelly and um, Corin Hawthorne. But those are my, I don't, I can't pick one. So those are my top four to be a very long answer. I think I really like Demi Lovato or I don't think I do. I love her. Her music is just, oh, she just speaks from, from like every last ounce of her body and all of her songs just tell the best story. I love Stone Cold, the song. Yes. Oh, I just love her so much. Oh, this one's good. It says, if you don't like what you're wearing, you will feel insecure all day. That's true. So true. Ooh, this is really going to get me hate. Unpopular opinion. If your elders don't respect you, you don't owe them any respect in return. I agree. Ooh, I kind of agree and then I kind of don't agree, but ooh. I know, but why should they get respect if they're not respecting you? Just because you're like older than me, that doesn't mean anything. If you're an ass, then you're an ass. Like, why am I going to give you respect? I mean, you shouldn't be rude to them. But, I mean, why, just because you're older? I don't think that matters. Right. It's like an excuse just to be rude to people. Yeah. If you give up, it means you never wanted it. Hmm. I don't know that I agree with that. I don't think so either. Because sometimes there's... I'm just like thinking in particular of a few things that I've gone through in life. And sometimes it wasn't my choice at all. Like outside things happen. Yeah, so I don't, exactly. I don't know. And sometimes it's just timing, like a shift of timing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that I agree with that. Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to think of that as like me wanting to lose weight. Right. <laughs> and you're always like trying to lose weight, but then you can never lose weight. And it's not right. that I don't want it. It's not like I don't have all the resources. I just had like zero willpower. But like relationships wise, I mean, yeah, timing or. This one says people who call other people hun are intellectually challenged. I don't I don't agree with the last part, but I, it is annoying. And that's such a Southern thing. I don't know if that happens in California, but I get so many phone calls every day at work and they're like, thanks, hon. Thanks, sweetheart. Really? Yeah. It's so annoying. I get it all the time. If the goal of the relationship is not to eventually get married and be committed forever, then what's the point? Okay. That's hella good. Uh, yeah. I guess unless they're both on the same page. Like what if they both got out of a relationship and they're just wanting to have fun? Um. But they don't want to, but then what's the point? I guess then what's the point of being in a relationship? Just, I could just be single and figure it out myself. I don't need your But not everybody wants to get married. And I think that that's okay too. So Chris and I got married in Paris, right? So the original plan was that we were just going to get married in Paris, but it's not legal here. And we were fine with that. It's like, we don't need any paperwork to tell us that we're married in the United States. Like, that doesn't mean anything to us. To us, we would have been like, oh, we got married in Paris and we're married, right? If people asked, we'd be like, we're married. But after we got back from Paris and we were like already on like the high of being married, we're like, let's just go to the courthouse and get married. And it doesn't bother us. Like, we don't care because we, we 
even if we got married just in Paris, like we would have considered ourselves married. But I think that's what I'm like, not everybody needs to be married. And I think that, and you may feel different one, because of your religion and two, because you're in the South. Yeah. I just feel like if I'm the type of person, cause there was a while there where I was like, I don't want to date. And, and let's be honest, I haven't had very many boyfriends in my life. I did not date throughout high school at all until I met a guy at my high school prom that came with other friends mm-hmm. and that didn't last very long. And I didn't have another relationship till probably my junior year of, of college. So, and all of them were four months or shorter than that. Cause I just didn't see it going anywhere and I don't see the point in it. I would much rather be single and live my life and be with my friends and like have guy friends than I don't know. I just don't, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but again, it's, you wanted to get married. Not really, actually. Because I was going to say, not everybody just wants to get married. But then I guess if you don't want to get married, but you still have like just that one person that you're with, that's like pretty much being married to me anyways, without having the paperwork. I don't know. I guess I just look at it different. I, when I said that, you know, I was going through a phase where I didn't want to get married. I just didn't talk or respond to guys. Mm-hmm. So, cause I was just like, I, if I'm not, you know, if I'm not thinking about that or wanting that, then why would I date right now? Cause that's the whole point. Okay. So when Chris and I took one of our breaks, I did do online dating as well as I'm sure he did too. And it, I do feel like anytime I was dating somebody, I did think like, Oh, can I be married to this person? Obviously I didn't think that about any of them because hello, I'm with Chris, but I do think that it does go through most people's heads. So if it's not going through your head, then what are you, I mean, I don't know. All right. I've got one that you may not agree with. Tea is not good. (laughs) I like unsweetened tea. Sweet tea. Mm -mm. I cannot stand it. It makes me want to barf. Like how, how do you guys just heat up a cup of tea and think just plain tea, like Earl Grey or. Oh, that's Chris every single night. Chris is like a tea fanatic. He likes the Earl Grey. He's like a tea connoisseur. He loves tea, but he'll also mix in like his collagen and like have a little nighttime bevy. He also heats it up and like leaves it sitting on the counter for hours. And I'll be like, do you want your tea? And he'll be like, no. And so then like hours go by and he'll go and heat it up again. And then sometimes still leave it on the counter. I'm like, what the F is he doing? Like, I don't know if he's like steeping it for a really long time, but it's like a process. But he definitely is a tea drinker at night. See, that's what I do, but I don't ever drink it. (laughs) I make it and pretend like I'm going to, and I I take a sip of it. And this is my thing too. I don't know why, maybe someone else can attest to being the same way, but I'm very sensitive to hot things. I do not like to burn my tongue and not be able to taste for three days. So I can't drink it even like, I don't even drink coffee, never have, but I cannot drink anything like that. Super warm, like even hot chocolate. So I think that's why I don't like it. I do not like hot drinks. I like ice cold things. I do too. I, that's what I'm saying. Like I love iced tea, but unsweetened. Like hot tea is not really my jam. But I think that's that was pretty good as far as our unpopular opinions. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.